Blind Melon, Tones of Home on Island 106.9 WIIS Key West. Good morning, I'm Gwen Filosa and with you for It's Too Early, that's the name of the show. We're broadcasting right off Duval Street in beautiful Key West, Florida. I'm super excited to have my guest this morning. Uh, you you all know the Princess Diaries. You know, if you live in Key West, you know who this is, uh, a literary giant, Meg Cabot. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. You are a literary giant. No. Not, but thank you. I'll take it, actually. Sure. Why not? I have to start out with Princess Diaries, but first of all, you've written more than 80 books? I have. Are you just writing, like, dictating on the in the car <laughs> while you're driving? or? It, no, I don't know. I've just always loved to write, and so I guess I just I write all the time. It's my, it was my hobby, and then suddenly it became my job. I don't, I love it. I'm so lucky. But we could weigh the books, and they would weigh a lot. <laughs> like, they would. I'm a little ashamed, probably, at how many trees that I've destroyed with my writing. But now that, now that people are buying ebooks, I feel a little less guilty. Less, less guilty, yeah. less guilty. But Princess Diaries, the book series, uh, amazingly popular and acclaimed international bestseller. You gave the world you gave us Anne Hathaway oh you know what actually her parents gave us Anne Hathaway and um so we're all really really grateful for that but you you've met Anne Hathaway I have she is adorable she actually did the first three Princess Diaries books it's a series she did them on tape so if you want to listen to the books instead of just reading them um it's still my writing so that's fine with me um she was so sweet and that's how I first met her she was doing the books on tape and I saw her in a tiny little studio reading the books and um you know she I hadn't seen the movie at that point and when she actually came out I, I went to see her at the premiere and afterwards she came out to me and she was like Meg do you think I I did a good job and I was like yeah, so <laughs> she did is, a great job. She is what we imagine her to be. Yeah, no, she's so adorable and sweet. So I just love her. What was the? I mean, you you'd written before Princess Diaries. Yeah, I actually had a secret life as a um, historical romance writer under another name. I did not know. I didn't want my grandma to find out. So yeah, it's still a secret. People. Like like the historical romance, like the Fabio stuff, <clears throat> or yeah, more? yeah. It's uh, you know, they're, they're romance novels are the number one most bought books it's, it's, it's a, a huge huge industry genre. yeah and um they're still in print so people can find them i, I won't tell you my secret romance name but uh, let me tell you my grandma did find out and she loved them so because meg <laughs> i know a lot about books because i worked at a barnes and noble after go. college yep. and so i know a lot about the romance industry is is, is huge yeah. but uh, what was it like to to when the princess diaries just blew up and everyone knew it was who insane you, were? you know i had a full-time job so i was writing the romance novels on the side and then i wrote the princess diaries and i gave it to my agent and she was like you know i think this is this is going to be big and it wasn't it was rejected by every publisher in the industry except for one and um then you know it had also been bought by disney and you know there was kind of some speculation well i don't know if they'll really make it into a movie but they they did and then i was able to quit my <laughs> my full-time awesome. job and, and write full-time so that was um that was what i did but i always had this feeling oh this isn't gonna work i still have that feeling to this day i'm like eh, i don't know it's that's I, I, this gravy I, I, train could end at any time <laughs> Did you know it was going to be a series when you started? Yeah, I absolutely thought it was going to be a series. And I kept saying to my publisher, I'm like, so there are going to be 16 books in the series. And they're like, let's just take it one at a time. <laughs> Slow down there, slugger. Um, well, when did you decide, hey, I'm going to write? Were you a, a kid? Were you a child? Yeah, I always wanted to be a writer. I loved writing. It's just something like that I always did. I grew up in Indiana like you. Like yes, another fellow writer from Indiana. And I loved it. And um, I just 
thought I wouldn't ever get to be a professional writer because my parents told me, you know, that's a really hard job. You can't mm -hmm. make a living doing it. So, you know, take typing. Maybe you could be somebody's assistant. And I was. That's what I ended up doing. And um, but I wrote on the side and I just have always done that as my hobby. I loved it. And it was just so weird when I finally ended up getting published after so many rejections. And now I feel like I'm, I'm living here in Key West, writing full time. It's like I'm living the dream. It's you, crazy. You are. And, and now what, what's your Key West story? How did you find Key West or land here? You know, my husband and I, I'm also a native Hoosier, mm -hmm. uh, came here on vacation like so many people and we loved it. And we were like, okay, let's make this our goal. Let's, let's move here one day. And so I worked really, I wrote a lot of books. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, how many books do I need to write before I can buy? house here on Key West and um, that's what I did and eventually um, we, we were able to do it and that's great and you're um, you're very involved in the community um, the Key West Literary Seminar you're on the board yeah. correct? I, I am I'm on the board of the Key West Literary Seminar my husband's on the board of the Tropic Theater um, and my new book yes no words let's hear all no words, <laughs> no is, words. Is, is set yeah it's actually I've been writing a, a book series set on a little island in the Florida Keys called Little Bridge Island it's kind of modeled after Key West, but I had to change a couple of things. So I didn't want to make it exactly set in Key West. But the new book, No Words, is set um, on Little Bridge Island at a book festival. What? Little Bridge's first book festival. And it's kind of loosely modeled on the Key West uh, literary seminar. You know, because and I wrote it because I was during the pandemic, I was so sad because I was missing book festivals. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, maybe I could just write a book set at a book festival and get to live out the book festival that Key West ended up having to cancel last year is because mm. of the pandemic. We are having it this year, so the literary seminar will go on um, this year in January. But yeah, so that was really fun, and I've really enjoyed. That's that's great. I'm gonna guess the literary seminar is already sold out. It is, okay. but there will be some free events that uh, people can that's attend. Right. Yeah, that's and right. it's gonna this year. It's gonna take place at the amphitheater. It's gonna be all outdoors. It's gonna be outdoors. Yeah, and we're really excited about that. It's gonna be the first time we've done that, so it'll be an interesting um, experience. But I think it's gonna be great. It's an amazing event. I, Thank I've you. Yeah, some, we work hard on it. The, you get the heavy hitters down here. Yeah, we're getting Tom Parada this year. Wow. Um, a lot of the regulars are coming out. Judy Bloom's going to be there, of course. And um, we're going to have some really great people. So you can go to the website for the QS Literary Seminar and find out. Check it out. Check it out. And um, now uh, you, you, you talked about Little Bridge Key. You, you made that up. <laughs> why, why not just grab Key West and say, is it just, was it easier to yeah. make your own Well, key? you know, the problem was that I was changing some things and I knew that Key Westers, we love our island, and I knew I would hear about it. I would hear from people saying, "You got this wrong. This is not correct." <laughs> and I, you know, I needed to change a couple things. So, uh, yeah, there's a couple other books in the series. It's not really a series because it's all just set. The only thing that's the same is it's all set on the same place, and I just didn't want to have to hear from. <laughs> yeah, if you got one thing. Oh, I hear you. It's more like, well, she yeah. really didn't. Does um, she even know this island? I've, I've been there. Even though Welcome I'm here, to my I'm world. here all year. Well, exactly. You know what it's like. And I actually did write a book once set in Alaska, and I still hear from Alaskans about all the things I got wrong. So I'm like, I'm not going there again. I made up Genovia, my own my own kingdom. You made up your own for, kingdom. Yeah, for Princess Diaries, and I'm so glad. That's right. And so now I'm like, I'm just making up places, unless I've actually, you know, been there and gotten everything right. That is funny. Now, um, talk about No Words. Tell us about um, Joe Wright and the, the characters in this. Oh, thanks. Yeah, well, so at the, uh, in No Words, Joe Wright is an author who's been invited to this literary seminar on uh, Not Key West, and she has writer's block, and she's 
desperate to get over it, but she's invited to this literary seminar and she ends up showing up, but only on the condition that her arch nemesis, Will Price, who's another author, will not be there because she hates him. And of course she gets here and what happens? He's here, he's there, he's at the writing seminar and um, she's furious and um, you know she has to work through that. She's on a bunch of author panels with him. And of course, what else? He's super hot. So she okay. hates him, but she's kind of warm for his mm -hmm. form too. And um, they've got to work through that and that's, it has a lot of insider stuff about being at a book festival that maybe people who haven't been on the other side, like they've attended a book festival, but they haven't been an author in a book festival, will be gotcha. able to find out because I've been to so many of them and they're great, but they have some dark sides to them too. Like maybe there's an author there that you hate, but you also kind of want to <laughs> get to know better. This is great because <laughs> when, when it comes to writing, Meg, I mean, you know, is it is it competitive industry? Or, oh, my God. Yeah. Are you so, I mean, do you, do you think of other writers and go, oh, I beat you on that? No, not that way. No. Yeah. I know it's competitive because I live in the world. <laughs> well, but. Joe, yeah, Joe's problem is that she writes books for kids. She writes about, um, you know, I don't know where I got that idea, but she writes books for kids. And Will writes books for um, he writes what he calls uh, literary fiction. But really, in Joe's opinion, they are trauma porn is what she calls it because okay. at the end of the book everybody at least one character dies tragically um even though it's supposed to be a romance but in her definition of romance is that everybody lives happily ever after so she's really mad because he's a huge bestseller and every single one of his books gets made into a movie where at the end oh. one of the characters dies tragically in like a volcano or something and she's like she has a lot of objections to that and she finds it very sexist and so they do a lot of arguing during the course of the book festival but you know arguing and then also of course falling in love just, not to give a spoiler okay well now now we know no i just because yeah obviously liter literature the literary world is is insanely competitive i just wondered about right is there a camaraderie when you meet absolutely writers yeah and that and i wanted that to show in the in the book too because you see the same people that you end up even though the writing complete completely different genres there's a horror writer in the book that i'm not saying that i based on anyone that i really particularly like but you know i you you read these horror writers books and they're so horribly grotesque and then you meet them in real life and they're the nicest <laughs> most wonderful people and you're like how do these things come out of your head and so one of them is in the book and there's a, another woman who writes these horrible vampire romances not that they're horrible but you know they're they're very grotesque again who's the sweetest person and so these are not saying they're based on actual people that i know mm -hmm. but maybe they are and um they're all in the book and represented in in i hope loving ways and none of them are going to come after me if they read the book and be like, oh, my God, that's me, Meg. What are you doing? <laughs> who, who are you reading? What, what are you reading these days? Oh, my gosh. So I actually um, just finished Well Matched, which is a book by Jen DeLuca. She writes these wonderful um, kind of romantic comedies about they're all set during Renaissance fairs. So, like, it's kind of the same concept. We've been missing book festivals, but also we've been missing book cons and renaissance mm -hmm. fairs and all that kind of stuff so that was really fun and i actually just picked up the hillary clinton louise penny book that just okay. came out and it is so dishy and fun because i'm trying to figure out who all the people in that book are like mm. who is the president based after and who is the secretary of state based after it's really fun is is it correct that you had to kind of update you updated the princess diaries a little yeah, bit for so the, the 20th yeah the 20th anniversary of the princess diaries just came out there's a new edition and i had to update it because there were some very dated references um there were really a lot of references to donald trump which mm. was funny because 20 years ago obviously he wasn't he wasn't the president but he was a man about town in, in manhattan which is where the book is set and um they they were like are you sure you want to leave these in and i said why well, yes because he did he was a man about town who had a gold toilet back then yes that's 
weirdly, Princess Mia comments on it quite frequently. <laughs> so they're like, it might confuse the kids, like today's readers. And I'm like, I don't think it will. I think they're going to get that one. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Now, when writing, you obviously write for adults, but you also write for, for young young people, tweens and teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What is it like to switch gears or uh, what, what is the what are the differences of those audiences writing for them? Yeah. I mean, the only thing that's really different is that they have different problems. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, the adults are worried about paying their bills and. Um, you know, they don't have a, they don't have a curfew. <laughs> the kids are worried about their curfew and grades. So they're just, they just have different concerns. And the language is a little bit different. I mean, there's no swearing, really. Although I find kids curse quite a bit in real life. Seems like they do. But they yeah. try to kind of keep that on the down low. <laughs> because otherwise the school librarian has to do a lot of explaining to the parents <laughs> when it shows up in the school library. That's great. That is great. Now, obviously, you know Judy Bloom. Yeah. Because you live, well, we all kind of know She's amazing. Yeah. We Did, I mean, what is it like to, to meet, you know, your, I'm, I'm assuming you grew up with those books. She, yeah, I loved those books as a kid. I got in trouble for bringing forever into my fourth grade classroom, like everybody. Yes, we all, my mom we all bought it those. thinking, you'll love this, which was great. My mom was one of those mothers who was like, we read anything you want, which I've, I think is a one. I mean, here I am now. I'm a bestselling author. So I think that didn't harm me. But um, Judy was one of those authors that when I first started getting published invited me over to her apartment in Manhattan and a bunch of other authors too and she's just been so wonderful and now my husband um, is chairman of the board over at the Tropic Theater which is open by the way Mm -hmm. please go see James Bond uh, or whatever movie you want to see which she was one of the founders of with her husband George Cooper and I she's just been an amazing force in my life and I'm so thankful and I'm trying to kind of pass that on to trying to be the same way with other young authors yeah um, she's she's amazing and it's 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 like she's so involved in the community as well, yeah. just like you. Like oh, thank you. You don't just live here. You, you, you're part Absolutely, of. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be like a part-timer. So in fact, we just stay here all year round. Um, you're re- year-round resident? I don't know what's happening with my apartment in New York. It's been okay. years now, since I've seen it. Have, have, you gotten your res- down. <laughs> have you gotten your residential parking permit? Oh, God, of course. We have a golf cart now, too, that has one. So. <laughs> You're all set to go. You're all set to go. Yeah. Now, is, is the, again, more than 80 books. I, I had to reread that a few times. Cause I'm like, am I seeing it? Where's my readers? Like, I, I knew there were a lot of books. It, does it just get um, easier or is it no, just is always, always tough? No, it gets harder. Um, I just actually sold a new kid's book and they said to me, um, congratulations, this will be out in summer 2025. And I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> is that science fiction? Like, what's why? So, yeah, I mean, and, and then... I don't know. It's it just gets harder, but I love it. I still love it. It's great. Final question: Have you seen Squid Game, Meg? <laughs> have, you, have you seen the Squid Game? So I'm torn about Squid Game. I want to see it. Um, I keep finding other shows to watch. I just literally finished Midnight Mass, which is wow. the, yeah, yeah the, that was it's another show on Netflix. I'm working my way up to Squid Game. I'm scared because you should be okay. Really okay. <laughs> But I feel like a stronger person for having watched Midnight Mass, which in case those of you don't know, it, I don't want to give it away, but it is about vampires. It was really good, but I think it now I, I might be ready for Squid Games. You know, it's terrible. The new Megan Fox movie on no. Netflix. It's called Till Death, and I watched it in Fast Forward. It, it's, I, I love her. I want to like yeah, her. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm supporting everybody named Megan, not know, just exclusively the Megans, because I support a lot of people, but I really have a special place in my heart for obviously um, Meghan Markle and like yeah, all the Megans. I feel that way about the Gwens. Yeah. Oh my God, there's so many great There's Gwens so many, too. Yeah, you know, I know. Gwen Brooks. And wow, that's sad about Megan. Okay. It just I just wanted to put I that might, out there. I might watch it anyway. Just yeah, no, to support. 
it's it's unwatchable. But anyway, oh. good luck. Good luck with that. <laughs> Thank you, Meg Cabot, for being on the show. What an oh, amazing, you know, uh, get Gwen. for to get you on here. Gwen, I've wanted I've to ask for a long time, and I'm afraid. So I was just like, why hasn't Gwen asked me? <laughs> I was just sitting there thinking I did something. I saw you in the Follies, and you were a, your stand up is amazing. I was oh, just like you. sitting there the whole time, going, why hasn't she asked me? And then you did, and I was like, yes, I, I'm telling finally. you, this is, this is why the world is strange for me because I, I was always wanted to have you on, and oh, I just want to. I know it's a little early for you as well. This but, is like when you followed me on Twitter. I was like, oh my God, Gwen Fallon. I know, I know. It's, it's a, thank oh, you. That makes, that makes my day. Best, best day. Thank you but so I know, much. But I know it's a little early for you. I mean, it is. It's too early. I've never, I, got, I couldn't believe it when, the, when I got up and it was dark out. I was like, oh my God, is it's this terrible. midnight mass? What's happening? Are the vampires <laughs> going to get me? Oh my God. But you are the best. Meg Cabot, check out her latest is No Words and go to megcabot.com to read all, a million books. A million. <laughs> it's really, let's just say million. It's. It's a lot, but you know what? There's a guide on my website to help you through it. Excellent. Thanks again, Meg. Have a great day. Thank you. Take you care. Too. And thank you all for tuning in this morning to It's Too Early. We're going to play a song, and I'll come back with a look at your weather forecast. This is the Violent Femmes, American Music. Stick around. Mm-hmm. 